Good afternoon, y'all. It's great to see y'all today. <clears throat> Guys, I don't know if you heard in that uh, first reading, did you catch the paternal undercurrents of that first reading? The way that God is revealing to us uh, his, his fatherly love, the, the paternal heart that God has. If you think about it, um, it's really beautiful. I mean, we all, we all um, need to hear this. It says, when Israel was a child, I loved him. Out of Egypt, I called my son. I like those, that first word because um, Egypt in our own uh, lives is very much that place which Israel experienced Egypt. It was that place of bondage, that place of sin, that place of, of, of oppression. And God says, out of, when Israel was a child, I loved him. Out of Egypt I called him. So many times we've got to realize like God calls us out of Egypt for our own good. He calls us out of our lives of sin and those things that we struggle with out of love for us. He's a Father who loves us tremendously. And He calls us out so that we could be free. He continues down and says, um, Yet though I stoop to feed my child, they did not know that I was their healer. That's, that's magnificent. How many times in our own lives has that happened to us, right? God is pursuing us. God is reaching out to us. God is on the hunt for us. Why? Because we're His children and we're, we're lost many times. And it says, though I stooped down to feed my child, they did not know that I was their healer. It's a beautiful way that God reveals Himself is as our healer. He comes to redeem us, to restore us. And whenever we're running away from Him and pushing Him away, He's a God of relentless love. He pursues His child who is off wayward and spending His life in reckless ways. But God never stops pursuing. He always wants to heal. And that's what's being revealed to us today is this beautiful fatherhood of God. And... Fatherhood of God is, is first of all seen through fathers, through dads, right? This is how the natural order of revelation takes place. And it's important for us to do this, and, and especially in our world today, many people want to um, take away the fatherhood of God, right? They want to either just do some language of like, he's not really a father, he's just spirit, Right? Or we want to call God mother. Like, that's not really good either. I remember whenever I was a seminarian, I was having a conversation with a priest. And, uh, and he told me, he said, well, you know, he said, I, I prefer to go, call God mother. And I was like, well, why would you want to do that? And he said, well, because, you know, there's in people's lives, maybe they've been hurt by their father, and so it brings up wounds. And so they can't relate to God as their father because they didn't have the father to give that example and so he said, I, I, I like to call him mother. And, and I looked at him and he said, you know, then Scripture even says, you know, that God loves you like a mother loves her children. And I, and I said, well, yeah, but Scripture also says that God is like a mother hen who gathers all of her little chicks together. I said, but you don't see us say our mother hen who art in heaven. You see, God can only be revealed by one person and that's Jesus Christ. Jesus reveals the Father to us, and that's what He says in Scripture. The Son reveals the Father. The Father reveals the Son. Jesus reveals to us God. And that nature is Father. And we see that um, through our own fathers. 
Jesus himself had to learn that from Joseph, right? It's important that the father is in the picture. And in the apparition of Our Lady of Fatima, she says, in the end, the greatest battle is going to be a battle against the family. I think we can look around and see that that battle is raging, right? And so it's always the attack against the Father in our time today. And whenever I look at this image right here of Our Lady, um, Our Lady of America, um, these are the apparitions of it, the messages. And in it, Joseph appears. Now, there's not many apparitions of Joseph, especially when he talks. He's revealed in Scripture as a man of silence. But in these days, Joseph is speaking in this apparition. And I want you to, he reveals his heart to this little nun. This is what Joseph's heart looks like. We know what Jesus' heart looks like, wrapped with thorns, right? A fire and a cross coming out the top of it. We know what Mary's heart looks like, right? Wrapped with the, the roses and the fire coming out the top of it. Joseph's heart now is being revealed to us. In this point in history, it's a time of Joseph. Joseph said, says, As Joseph ceased speaking, I saw his most pure heart. It seemed to be lying on a cross which was of brown color. It appeared to me that at the top of the heart, in the midst of the flames which poured out of it, was a pure white lily. And then I heard these words, Behold this pure heart, so pleasing to him who made it. And Joseph then continued, The cross, my little one, upon which my heart rests, is the cross of the passion which was ever present before me causing me intense suffering. Right? What a beautiful heart of Joseph, an image of Joseph's heart resting on the wood of the cross which was ever present before Joseph's eyes. But I love this pure, this lily coming out of the top. That lily is nothing other than the, the purity and the fire of God's love. Right? And I think it's interesting that this image of Our Lady, she's handing us lilies. The purity, the torch of purity. But I, in one way, I think it's maybe even Mary's way of, of saying Joseph's heart. Receiving Joseph's heart through the image of those lilies. That's what's coming out of the top of his heart. Like Mary's saying here, I, I love this heart of my spouse, Joseph. And it's time for it to be now revealed to the whole world. We are in deep, desperate times right now. And Joseph is re revealed to us in the church's teaching as the universal protector of the church. I think we can all look around and say that we're in trying times. The church is being persecuted in ways that we have yet to see in history. Now's the time for Joseph. Now's the time that we need to turn to St. Joseph and ask him, number one, protecting all of our families. Number two, protecting the church. And number three, protecting the priest. Right? And so I think it's time that we begin in union with the, with the Holy Spirit, what He's doing in the church today, all around the world, really, is this devotion of Joseph is springing up. I don't know if you've ever seen or heard this book called The Consecration to St. Joseph. It's magnificent. I did it back in May, and um, I did it personally, and then we consecrated the parish to the three hearts. Coming up pretty soon is going to be that devotion to come up again, the consecration to the Sacred Heart of Joseph, the Heart of St. Joseph. And so I will let you know when, but we're going to go through it as a parish. Those who want to go through it, we're going to read through it um, each week. I'll give little reflections and those sorts of things. But that you will have the opportunity to participate in this magnificent grace that's given to the church at this time. 
to intercede, to ask Joseph to come, to be the protector of the family as he was with Jesus and Mary, to be the protector of the church as he was with Jesus and Mary. What a magnificent man we have as an example. Um, A magnificent spiritual father for us. And so let us turn to him today, asking him to purify and protect our families, your husbands, your kids, your priests. Like these are, these are some great times. And once the fog clears, I think we will see an even more brilliant church, a more magnificent church, a, more, a stronger church, maybe smaller church, as Pope Benedict said many years ago. A smaller church, but a stronger church. And I believe that it's going to be St. Joseph's intercession that's going to usher all these things in. So let us come to him with hearts that are grateful um, for what God is doing in the midst of all this. That he can draw close to us and draw each one of us very, very, very close and intimate to the sacred heart and back of the heart. Amen.